The campus at the University of Richmond was named the most beautiful in the country this week by the Princeton Review. I think that is awesome. Undoubtedly, the current woke administration will take credit for this honor as if they had anything to do with it. They didn't. They had nothing to do with it. Actually, the man who probably had the most to do with this honor is a man the university despises. The university removed his name from the law school. Even though the law school would not exist, but for this man and the gifts of his father, brother, and other relatives that were made to the law school. Of course, I'm talking about T.C. Williams, Jr. You see, at the time that the University of Richmond moved its campus from the city to West Hampton, the university was practically broke and had been on the verge of bankruptcy for years. Who do you think stepped up to save the university? Who do you think financed the move, even guaranteed all of the U of R's debt? Who do you think worked tirelessly, without pay, of course, to lay out the design and the vision for the English Gothic architecture? Who hired one of the most distinguished architects in America, Ralph Cram? You got it, T.C. Williams, Jr., in recognition of his service to the University of Richmond, he was awarded an honorary LLD in 1921. Now, I've not gotten a phone call from Chief Weasel President Halleck yet, but I imagine he will call me to tell me that the university is revoking his degree. He was an alumni of the school. He studied French, German, physics, and chemistry. Apparently, they didn't have gender studies, sadomasochism, and fat positivity degrees back then. Listen to what President Boatwright had to say about him upon his death. T.C. Williams was one of the most distinguished alumni of the University of Richmond. The university has had many able and useful trustees, men like James Thomas Jr., H.K. Ellison, J. Taylor Ellison, and W.E. Hatcher, but no one of them gave the institution more valuable or longer service. For 40 years, he has been a trustee, and for much of this time, the chairman of the executive committee in charge of all business affairs and especially all investment. His successful experience in financial affairs made him a wise counselor, and the trustees followed his leadership without question. For many years, he gave almost daily attention to the business of the university, and always as a devoted son of his alma mater, with no compensation, but the gratitude of his colleagues and the satisfaction of public service. His death will be a great loss to the university. President Boatwright went on to say, Mr. Williams was one of the most courteous of men and one of the most considerate of the rights and sensibilities of others. He loved his fellow man, and he gave freely of his money and his time in civic and religious service. His chief philanthropies were education and missions, but he gave to every good cause. Our city has lost one of its foremost builders, and Virginia has lost one of its purest and greatest citizens. I'd like to go on and read the obituary of T.C. Williams, Jr. 
that appeared in the Richmond Times Dispatch upon his death. You can see whether he's a good man or one that should be despised by the University of Richmond. Although T.C. Williams Jr. appeared little in the public life of the community, there was scarcely a citizen of his day who contributed so largely to the shaping of Richmond thought. Reserved and modest to a degree, he assiduously shunned the limelight. To have witnessed a parade of his benefactions would have been for him to suffer pain beyond measure. He was one of those quiet, unassuming men to whom the doing of good deeds was a right, too sacred for the unknowing and unsympathetic gaze of men. Mr. Williams' nature would have revolted against spectacular philanthropy. The contributions he made to the happiness and progress of his city and state will be found in the greater University of Richmond and in a church invigorated for its mission on earth through the unflagging interest in its needs. It was into these channels that he directed the tremendous power for good he wielded. No purely private enterprises, however important they might be, could do better than gain his entire attention momentarily. His mind would revert inevitably to the university and his heart would beat in unison with the heart of the church. What more useful life than this could any man lead? What more enduring monument could he build to himself than a great share in the upbuilding of a university and another share in a church quickened to meet the ever-increasing problems of a complex civilization? Such a monument did Mr. Williams build during an extraordinarily useful career. He was interested primarily in the progress of the race. No ambition he may have entertained overleaped the ambition to have a part in setting forward the hands of the clock in human development. If from the ordinary affairs of the city he held himself aloof, he did so in the studied belief that he could accomplish much more in other directions. A real philanthropist in the best sense of the term, he had come with himself to a complete understanding. His mental precision was such that he never reached haphazard conclusions. He watched expand the minds and characters of young men about him with the delight of one who has attained a great and fixed purpose in life. To Mr. Williams, every avenue of happiness was open. The choice was his. A world lay at his feet, pleasures beckoning in all directions. By the very nature of the man, he could have done nothing other than he did. In seeking his own happiness, he sought to advance the happiness and the usefulness of his fellow man. That memory of him, Richmond will not soon forget. Is this the type of man that should be dishonored and smeared by the very institution that simply would not exist but for T.C. Williams, Jr., a member of a family where each generation gave the largest gifts in school history upon their deaths? Do you think when all the pointy-headed academics get together and take their pictures in front of the most beautiful school in America, are these self-righteous blowhards going to thank T.C. Williams and the Williams family? No, not hardly. The trustees are a bunch of pussies, and the administration is full of left-wing ideologues who hate people like the Williams family because they were successful, accomplished, and devout Christians.
If you would like to learn more about the petulant little children running the University of Richmond and its weasel president, go to youarewoke.net. Thank you.